All right, good morning, everyone. It is Sunday, August 7th. Uh, this is the MLB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Marmendorf, by my co-host here, Mr. Big Marcel. Marcel, how's it going, man? Uh, good card last night, obviously. A lot of finishes. 10 out of 10 finishes. We don't see that too often. So, how's it going, man? Yeah, it's going well, man. I mean, uh, unexpected uh, action pack card, to be honest. You know, uh, I pretty much expected a lot from the co-main in the main event, but not for, from a lot of other fights. Uh, maybe some. But, uh, yeah, it was a good fight, you know, and a good event. And, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, 10 out of 10 finishes. Can you ask for anything more? Yeah, maybe the pacing a little bit quicker, but that's it. What are they going to do, though? I mean, like, they have half an hour for each fight, right? Like, if the fight ends early, what are they going to do? Like, yeah, it's not like they can add I, extra I, fights at the last second. I understand, I understand it with the main card being on ESPN, you know what I mean? But the prelims, you have four fights, you yeah. have two and a half hour time frame. That's too much, dude. You know? Yeah, but it didn't start until half an hour after though. Yeah, then they later. shouldn't say they, sh- they shouldn't say that it starts with two and a half. They should say just two hour frame. It's always this bullshit with 30 I minutes of, of of preview show. Listen, dude, if I want to see I a preview agree. show, I watch it the day before or the day before that. Yeah. I don't need another half hour of bullshit before I start my fights. I get it, man. I I agree. Like I was sitting there like wondering where it is, but at the same time, we knew that because two fights got canceled, it probably was gonna start it like half an hour later anyway. So. Still, as well as advertising. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's fair. Uh, anyways, we got a lot to talk about. Obviously, we'll recap this card. Let's get some comments here. Steve, what's up, guys? Badass card, 10 on 10 stops, never bad. I agree. I mean, the amount of people, though, I had messaging me, like, saying, oh, man, like, yeah, there's a lot of quick finishes, but, like, they're almost too quick. I'm like, guys, you can't – you ask for too many too, – uh, you have to say there's too many decisions, then you get too many finishes. Like, you can't have both, you know? You only have one or the other. Brian, what's up? You guys are the best great picks. Adam, you mentioned a Discord last week. Do you have one? Can you throw up an invite? Thanks. Appreciate it, Brian. Thanks, man. It's not my Discord. James Lynch, our good friend, has a Discord. You'd have to mention him. I think it's part of his Patreon. But it's cool. Like, we have a lot of good people in that chat. Marcel's in the chat. I'm in there. Our buddy Cole. A lot of fans. I mean, it's a good chat. Um, I believe that's the Discord I did mention. What's up, Beard? How's it going, man? George, what's up, man? Uh, one of the better fighting cards, but he expected to be one of the worst. I agree. Kill an ankle left title in there. I think there's a good chance, or Jan Blahovitz will be called out, right? Mark, what's up, man? He went to one of the card. He went to, actually went to the card last night, so that's awesome. He said it was uh, one of the favorites he attended. Card was on second and paper. The fight was amazing. It was really good. Kevin, what's up, man? Haven't seen you in a while. How's it going, buddy? All right, so let's get into it, Marcel. Let's might as well just start with the card. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, it was a good card. You know, there's no doubt about it. Like, anytime you get 10 finishes, guys, like, how could you complain, you know? Um, the only thing I'll say, as far as my complaints, how do they not give everyone a bonus? I'm really disappointed by that. I gotta be honest with you, Marcel. Like, there was a lot of fighters that got screwed. Like, I feel like Julianne Miller, someone that really could have used that fifty thousand. She's so new in her career, Bro. she could really use that extra money. What are you gonna say? The first Afrofon flu choke submission in women's. How could you not give her a bonus? Yeah, I mean, sickening. It's, it's just it's just stupid, you know. And also, the yeah. the fight they choose from fight of the okay, night. Why did Thiago fight... Santos get a bonus? Tell me why. Yeah, why did it he wasn't even the fight of the night. Time. It wasn't the fight of the night sense. at all. So yeah. Just listen. This was a perfect event. If you only want to give, they gave five bonuses. If you want to give five bonuses, give it to five finishes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if yeah. you give a if you give a fight of the night, give it to Luke against Neil. Yeah, in my easily. Opinion. Yeah, easily. I, I'm completely with you. I mean, listen, Santos and Hill, was, we'll talk about it in a second. It wasn't a bad fight, but, like, it was Santos doing a lot of clinching and wrestling just to even stay in the fight. And when it was on the feet, he was getting smoked for the most part. I feel yeah. like it was – I wouldn't say it was one side because, obviously, Santos actually was doing well, but I wouldn't say he deserved a bonus whatsoever. And I just – I don't agree with that at all, personally. Um, let's just get into the fight. So, yeah, Jamal Hill finishes Tiago Santos in the fourth round. 
Uh, it was a it was a solid fight, Marcel. I just don't think it was fighting that worthy. You know? No, no, absolutely not. Yeah, yeah. So, but it was obviously more competitive, I think, than we thought. Because to be mm -hmm. honest, Marcel Santos was winning the fight after yeah. three rounds. He was up two to one. Um, he did better than I thought. Obviously, his uh, his ground game looked good. He'll, you know, he did okay to like get back to his feet and stuff. But he did get taken down quite a bit. Um, and then obviously in the fourth round, though, Hill comes out like a just a man possessed and gets the finish here. It was just a brutal finish. Uh, I mean, I, I don't have much negative to say about Hill in this fight. I, I, you know, I think a lot of us just kind of didn't give Tiago enough credit, quite frankly, because, you know, Marcel, even though he's on the decline, he's lost five and six fights, last six fights now, like obviously not championship level anymore. He still goes like into the championship rounds. Like he's an extremely tough fighter to take out. So I think just the fact that Hill was able to finish it eventually is very impressive to me. Um, I thought it was, uh, you know, a decent performance for him, not the best, but he eventually got the finish. So, you know, move him up the ranks. And again, he called up Lahovitz. I think Ankle makes sense. Rackage, wherever he gets back. Any of those guys make sense. And he wins that fight, he gets a title shot. So I think he's probably one win away right now. This is a big win for his career, obviously getting the finisher. So, yeah, man, give me your thoughts on it. Yeah, man. I mean, um, at a certain moment, you had the feeling that Hill was going to get the finish. You know, Thiago was so gassed and, uh, and tired. It's just difficult to get out there, you know? And I think it was kind of a late stoppage, not going to lie. I think it could have been stopped maybe t 10 seconds earlier, in my opinion, you know? Santos was just this, nothing else. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, looking forward what's next for Hill, you know? Um, I'm not really into the Ankalaev fight. I think Ankalaev deserves higher, you know? I mean, Ankalaev beat Santos last time, then had to beat Smith. And now he'll beat Santos, and then he should get Uncle Ives. Kind of weird to me, so I'm not in, not really into that. But he'll definitely deserve to step up in competition again. You know, he will probably be number six, uh, number six on uh, Monday night. Um, yeah, what can you give him, man? There are a lot of a lot of options. Giri is fighting Glover probably for the second time, right? You got Ankalaev, Blahovic. I think Ankalaev, Blahovic should be next, man. To be really honest, and then he'll. Whoever is left there, you know, should fight him. Um, that's pretty much it. Yeah, it's, uh, Juani says Hill against Rakic. Thing is, Rakic is, uh, is still out with that injury, you know. If not, that would have been a perfect matchup, I think. So, yeah. Yeah, I think any of those fights make sense, honestly. Um, we got a lot of comments here. Sorry, sorry, got some of these. Hill, Rakic, ankle versus Jan. <laughs> I mean, it's ankle wide, if not Smith's ankle. <laughs> um, yeah, it makes sense. I mean, they could, but again, Rakic is out, guys, so he's not going to fight anytime soon. Oh yeah, Dominic Reyes is another guy. He's ranked right there too, and we don't know where he is. Ankle after next after Yuri Glover runner back. He'll be fun. That's probably what's going to happen. We'll see. We'll see. Um, Patty McKinney, what's up, Daniel? I mean, we'll see if they do that. We'll talk about him. Actually, he's another guy that could easily guard both standing rear naked choke. I mean, you don't see it that often, you know, Marcel. Like, actually, what we did see it in the last card. Never mind. Pentoja had it, <laughs> or there's a neck crank, but you know what I mean. Like, you don't see the standing rear naked choke that often. Anyways, um. Next fight here, Jeff Neal finishes Vicente Luque. First fighter to ever finish Vicente Luque. Marcel, I had a feeling this could happen. Like, again, I told you, like, Luque's been taking so much damage, and he just didn't look good in his last fight. I just – I couldn't pull the trigger because Jeff Neal swing consistent lately. But, man, this was by far his best performance, I think, ever in the UFC. Like, he looked amazing. His most complete performance by far. He, he won every round, in my opinion. I know some people thought maybe uh, Luque won the second round. I don't think so. I thought Neal won the first two. First round, in my opinion, was a 10-8 round, in my opinion, as well. He just destroyed Vicente Luque in that third round of those uppercuts. Just an incredible performance. I think it was the best fight in the card, too, overall. But 
I just think they should have given out a performance bonus to Neal and given someone else like Miller a bonus or, or McKenna. Um, that's my opinion, Marcel. But yeah, I mean, he looked great. Uh, give me your thoughts, man, because this was, I think, his best performance in the UFC. Yeah, it was an amazing performance. I think the first round was, uh, dude, uh, I think he's knocked him down twice. He staggered him many times. Uh, beautiful combinations, beautiful punches. 10-8 round for me as well. Second round, I gave to Luke man, 10-9. It was very close, but gave it to Luke. I think uh, he, he did well in the second round. I was like, Neil is kind of slowing down, you know, but sometimes you have with these fighters, if they have a big first round, they're kind of slowing down the second, I'm going to go full blast in the third again. But I still felt like in the beginning, it was like kind of 50-50 in the third round, but then Neil turned up the volume, dude, and those uppercuts were nasty. Um he knocked out Luke, man. That's huge. You know, he's gonna he's gonna go to the top six. And he has he's right. He has a win over Bilal Muhammad, and it was a pretty dominant win back then, you know. And I love the call out against Gilbert Burns. I mean, he just beat his brother, Vicente Luca. Those two are like best friends. Uh, and Gilbert already already said, Man, finally somebody called me out. I love to fight him. So I mean, that's perfect, you know, perfect shot call by Jeff Neal, uh, perfect fight. Uh, his best performance by far, indeed, Adam. Yeah. I fully, completely, I completely agree with you. Um, taking out a guy of if if Vicente Luca the way he did is cool. huge. It's huge. It's massive for his career, Marcel. Like, it really is. Because, again, Luca has never been finished, guys. Like, he's it's so hard to put away. Yeah. Um, he's been submitted. He's never been knocked out, I should say. Yeah. Uh, I was going to check the stats right now. So, yeah, two knockdowns, Marcel, in, that thir- in the first and third round. And Luca, he's only been knocked down by. Uh, two other fighters, Stephen Thompson and Brian Barbrunner, in his in his like twenty fight career in the UFC, that just shows you how hard it is to stop this guy and, and even drop him. Um, but Marcel, I will say this: I think he's on a decline, Marcel, because I just think the amount of damage he's taken, like those some of those wars, man. I remember the fight with like Nico Price a couple years ago? It was a war. Um, even the Woodley fight, I know he finished that fight, but he got rocked in that fight too. Remember that yeah. fight, Marcel? Oh, yeah, and definitely. then obviously the, the last fight with Bilal, uh, you know. That was kind of like the, the, the first signs that maybe Vicente Luque is on the decline that last fight, Marcel. And I That's, just wasn't 100% convinced. I need to see it again. Same. And now I'm convinced that he's on the decline. It's, it's just the way he fights, you know. It's yeah. with all these fighters who are like action-packed, uh, attra- attractive to watch fighters. I mean, we had it with Robbie Lawler before. You know, I always I always pick Robbie Lawler as an example, you know. He was at a certain moment, he was the champion, you know. And he was in wars, you know. And at a certain moment... That was over. Woodley knocked him out, you know. And since that, he still had some decent performances, you know. But his chin, you saw in this last fight against Barbarina, guys getting older, you know, and it's 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 getting harder, you know. And uh, yeah. if you are many wars and many years, uh, it just takes its toll, you know. And it's not yeah. not weird. It happens. Jeff Neal seven and two on the UFC, seven knockdowns in his career in the UFC as well. So very powerful guy. He's just a good fighter, man. I'm a big fan of both guys. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see what they do with Jeff Neal next, like what they match him up with. Um, Me too. What? Me too. Who, oh, uh, do you have a suggestion, though? No, no. I'd said I, I'm also... Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm just wondering, like, who do you think yeah. they should match him up with? Like, oh, I'm just trying to look at the rankings. Right? difficult, dude. Um, um, it, <sighs> I, li- I like the Burns fight, to be honest, man. I think it's good, you know? Oh, yeah, that's right. That's what he called out. That's, I was yeah. thinking, like, he called someone out. It was Gore Burns. Yeah, so they're... He's like Vicente Luque's best friend, and it's like they're like basically family. Makes so much sense. I'm not sure if he was in the corner last night. He might have been. I'm not, I don't know if I saw him, but that, that's the fight that makes sense. I was thinking like if he called someone out. That's the fight to make. I think that's the fight to make too. So, 
see some comments. So weird seeing uh, durability fall off the cliff. I mean, he just takes – you see the way he blocks strikes, guys. He just – he doesn't move his head. Even the commentators are like, hey, he's not moving his head. Like, he just keeps – it's like Don Cerrone almost in a way, Marcel. Like, doesn't move mm-hmm. his head, just absorbs damage, and eventually just catches up, guys. He just catches up. Yeah, George, no no adjustments at all, unfortunately. Um, UK won the second, maybe. It was close. All three judges actually just checked the scorecard. They all gave it to Neil. One judge only gave him 10-8 in the first round. I thought it was 10-8 for sure, Marcel. Uh, it was 10-8. What, what's 10-8 if you don't give 10-8 for that? You know? I completely agree. The guy was rock, staggered, dropped, like everything. It's definitely a 10-8 round. Late stoppage, in my, in my opinion. Yeah, it was kind of late, but the thing is, they just gave they gave uh, Vicente more of a chance because, again, he's never been knocked out. So they really gave him a chance. to know he's a great chin, but Marcel, eventually, you can't just get uppercutted like 10 times in the face. <laughs> no one no. can. You'll get knocked out. So that's what happened. Uh, Safe Sayud is, is a great coach. And oh, that was is. definitely one of his uh, aces up his sleeve for this fight. Rakhmana would be interesting too. That would be a good fight. I mean, I would, I would watch that fight. Actually, they could even do Rakhmana in the UK if they wanted to be fun with that. Yeah, uh, Lucas said he had no problem in fighting him, on, although they trained together. You know? Yeah, only pay would be main event. Exactly, they're both at Sanford. Uh, or Kill, Kill Cliff. Only pay would be main event. I know, I know it's so weird, eh? Yes, yeah, super weird. Always when I'm typing for the website, it's like the Sanford. Okay, backspace, yeah. backspace, kill Cliff. I've seen. <laughs> I know. And just to answer the last question, yeah, I think if anything, it's going to be Jones and Nagano or Stipe. But we've been saying this for a couple of years with Jones. I don't even care about the guy anymore. It's like he doesn't fight. Okay, uh, go to the next fight here, Marcel. This was the big shocker for me of the night, man. This, mm-hmm. this was the big surprise because, and you watched the show too. Mohamed yeah. Usman looked really bad in the show. Like his fights were not impressive. Zach Pauga looked really good. And the first round, Marcel was exactly how I thought the fight would go. I'm like, okay, he's just keeping distance and, and like out striking. By the way, uh, Sal Diamato scored the first round for Mohamed Usman. What the fuck is that? Are you kidding me? <laughs> what a joke. <laughs> That's a joke. That's got to be a joke. He's the guy teaching new judges, guys. How scary is that? How scary is that? What a blooming clear, idiot. Clear first round for Pauga, Marcel. Like, I don't even think yeah. it's a question. And then. Just gets absolutely like launched into orbit with this left hook. Like that was one of those brutal knockouts we've seen in a long time. I, I'm very surprised this fight played out the way it did, Marcel. Like Me too. just unbelievable. What a knockout. You know, I will say this. I was watching the fight and I'm thinking to myself, okay, he's doing what he's, he's doing. But in the back of my mind, I kept thinking, Marcel, the amount of damage he's taking in football, because we've seen guys like Matt Mitchell and his chain wasn't that great. A lot of guys, they come from a football background, Marcel. Mm-hmm. The amount of shots they took during their, their previous career does add up. And remember, Zach is mid-30s, Marcel. He's not in his mid-20s. Unfortunately, Marcel, I do feel like the amount of damage he's probably taken his previous career kind of added up because, man, it didn't look like a big shot. And he just got taken He got taken out like clean, Marcel. And that ground and pound was just devastating. So, I mean, yeah, maybe a lot of people would have been knocked out with that punch. But it like he's never really been hit before. And now he goes down the first big punch that hits him. It just makes me wonder, like, how durable this guy is going forward. Like, obviously, mm-hmm. he's a good striker and everything, and he showed that in this fight. But I don't know, Marcel. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not convinced anymore. Like, and I'm not. I'm still not convinced of Usman. Like, I don't know how long of a career he's gonna have. But for this one night only, at least he got that crazy knockout. And he has some power, obviously. But uh, yeah, Marcel. I'm just. I'm still kind of surprised this happened. I just gotta be honest with you. I'm just trying to like wrap my head around what happened. Like, again, is it just due to his previous career? Did he take too much damage, and now it's not going to work well in MMA or? You just get caught with a big punch. I don't know. What do you think, man? Maybe a combination of the two. You know, I I, I don't know. Um, I was surprised as well. I think many people were surprised, you know, that Pauga lost. Um, and that's maybe not because we think Pauga is that good, or Pauga, I should say. 
Well, because Usman is not really that good, you know what I mean? And uh, But yeah, what can you say, man? It was a beautiful knockout. Um, yeah. And it's like uh, seven years after his older brother, Kamaru, wins the ultimate fighter. He does it also. So, um, I mean, first time two brothers have the one the ultimate fighter. It's... Uh, I, I got to give him credit, dude. I wasn't I wasn't impressed by him at all in the Ultimate Fighter House. I wasn't impressed by him before his mm -hmm. UFC tenure in the Ultimate Fighter House or whatever. This was impressive. The knockout was impressive, at least because the first round wasn't. You know that was the Usman I expected. Um, yeah, what can you say, man? It's a good win. Uh, we'll see what's next for him. I think he will have a tough time, dude, in the heavyweight division, the UFC, definitely because he's also not like a heavy heavyweight. You know what I mean? He's like uh, in between, yeah. we always say, say almost say cruiserweight. You know what I mean? So, and that's yeah. also for Paul Pauga, who's actually not a real heavyweight. So, yeah, um, yeah, we'll see, man. What's going to happen? I think he was two thirty six, and Pauga was two thirty nine, I believe. Yeah, they could both drop down, probably. Like they for probably sure. both could. Um, not being a natural heavyweight, finally cop to Pauga. That was that was my biggest, hey, George. That was my biggest concern too going into the house. I remember a lot of people were saying this was the favorite, right? I was mm -hmm. wondering, man, he's, he's only fought like Marcus Perez and Cage Warriors, and that guy's a former middleweight. Like, that was the one worry I had. I still thought he would win, though, man. I, I gotta be honest, this was still surprising. But I guess now looking back, like, I did have some reservations originally, and just his performances in the house changed my mind. I thought he was looked great. So, Hoosman versus Hamdi. They could do that. They could even do him versus Dante Mays, man. They could even do that fight. He should win that fight. How the world's, uh, we'll talk about Sam, I'll be in a few minutes. Um, all right, that's it for that one. Julianne Miller, Marcel, we both called. We had a good read in this fight, defeating Brogan Walker. So didn't have a good read in the other tough fight, Marcel, obviously. But this fight, I think we both had a great read on. <laughs> I honestly think that, uh, that, that we are one of the few who had at least one ultimate fighter fight right. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people got them both wrong. I know. Like, yeah. they weren't, to be honest, like, they weren't the easiest fights to call because, you know, one was a pick em fight and the other one was like a heavyweight fight. So you never know. True. But we both like Miller here. She gets the job done. She looked great. Um, Marcel again, you know, not much experience, just a four and one record. Really, it's three and one. They added that fight, but still, I mean, I, I just I told you, Marcel, this girl's special. She's like mm -hmm. only twenty six. She's good everywhere, and she's improved everywhere. Like her ground game was completely dominant in this fight. But not only the ground game, Marcel, it was also the uh, the striking looked good too. I thought her striking looked good. She looked struck Walker, I think, in this fight. Ten minutes of control. Not only that, Marcel, she could just easily just got the decision. She went for that finish, of getting the mount, getting a brutal ground and pound. The, Disappointed they didn't give her the, the, the bonus though, because I feel like a young fighter like this could have really used that money and put it towards her training. So it's what it is, Marcel. But she looked great. Any thoughts, man? She better did go for that finish, man, because otherwise we had a break into the finishing streak, you know. So I was like, damn it, they, they're gonna they're gonna tear up the finish streak, you know, here. Mm -hmm. And then she got the finish, so that was good. Um, yeah, man, I, I felt like Brogan Walker make every wrong decision she could make in that fight, you know. Um, yeah. when you get out of the clinch there, try to get yeah, out of the clinch. She she got into the clinch again, trying to. I was like, What are you doing? You know, yeah. you're not gonna win this fight on the ground with her, you cannot keep it standing. And even standing, she got hit with a few good punches, you know. So, yeah, good for a good win for Miller, who's uh, in, in comparison to Brogan Walker, way less experienced than MMA. You know, she has more experience in grappling. Um, yeah, good win. What can you say? Very young still, three on one now. UFC has an extra runner in the in the, in the ultimate fighter semifinal, but uh, yep. no nobody else counts that shit. So um, yeah, good win for her. What can we say? We uh, we both were on Miller. I'm uh, I'm I'm kind of 
I'm kind of happy we both picked her, man. We look good at picking Miller here. So she looks good, and she looked great. I mean, yeah. the fight honestly wasn't close. Like you said, Brogan Walker's fight IQ was so bad in this fight. Like I'm surprised yeah. how bad it was. Like she rocked her a few times in the female cell and then went to the clincher. Why? Like mm-hmm. why? I don't get it. Um, do you think this girl could cut to 115? You think it's possible? She has fought there before as an amateur. You think it's well, Miller? Possible or no? oh. Yeah, Miller. Yeah. I don't know, man. She already seems so like. Uh, how do you say that? She's very uh, tall. Right, yeah. yeah, lean, very lean. That's a good word. She's yeah. very lean already, so I, I would be surprised if she can, man. She did three years ago, like she where yeah, when she found the Liddell Ortiz card, it's actually four years ago, but maybe she's just grown out of that. She maybe she can't do it anymore. I, I anyways, even at 125, I think she'll do well, but uh, man, she's special, dude. I told you, man, like first knockout of her career, first knockout loss of uh, Walker's career, just very impressive, guys. So, yeah, Rex Lee, two sexiest men on YouTube, happy Sunday, Adam Marcel. I appreciate that, man. <laughs> I, I think you're right, too. Thank you, I, thank you guys for the picks last week. I mean, we did well in that one. Like overall, I think we I, we had a decent night, but that that pool good pick was the one that really screwed me up. Or so. Otherwise, I did well. Like uh, you know, like I, the other fights that I got wrong were Luke and uh, um, Silva, but I didn't, I didn't like. I wasn't convinced that the other fighter would win either. Or, we had the I mean? same. We had the same wrongs. I think, man. We had Poga wrong. We had yeah. uh, Agar wrong, and we had. Uh, Luke wrong uh, because I, I, I thought we had we, one different. Yeah, pick, Quinlan, Quinlan again. Oh, that's right. The fuck got canceled. Yeah. yeah, I'm still convinced Josh Quinlan uh, is you know using something Marson, and we'll talk about him in a few minutes because <laughs> I told you I had, I had some reservations that the fight didn't get get to that, go on. So that dude legit looks like Genghis Khan, dude. That dude <laughs> legit is not clean at all, Marcel. Caught for two different substances now, so. Hmm. Miller has the BJJ youth personal Instagram. She's just really good, man. She's going to be a good fighter for a long time, I think. I, I really like her addition to the roster. Okay, uh, a couple other fights here, obviously. Um, another one, I, I mean, I had a great read in this fight. This is exactly what I thought it would go. Spivak smashes Sakai, ground and pound. Marcel, we both liked him in this fight. We both loved him in this fight. Just really one-sided. Fourth straight loss, by the way, for Sakai by stoppage. You know, listen, I, I, they just gave Jared Vandera another fight. He's one in five. They gave him one more. Maybe they'll give Sakai one more, but... Man, four straight knockout losses and not competitive anymore. I think that might be it for him. But for Spivak, big win for him, obviously. Another finish. Spivak's really good, Marcel. I think we build that at this point. So he didn't get a bonus, so he called for it and they didn't give it to him. So I know he's not too happy about it. Um, it was one sided. By the way, I, I thought the first round was 10 8 as well in this fight. And uh, they, they, they gave it 10 9. Um, but I thought it could have been 10 8. Anyways, your thoughts on the fight? Yeah, man. I, I feel like uh, Sakai, the thing with Sakai is in comparison to Vandera, I think Sakai earns more, you know, he gets more money. So I'd be like, the, I think the UOC probably yes. cuts him, man, after four losses, four stoppage losses as well. Not a good look at all. Spivak dominated him from start to finish. Had also 10 8 in the first round. Um, yeah, what can you say? Good win for Spivak again. He's in the rankings back, you know, after two years out of the rankings, he's back in the rankings. Look good, uh, solid win. Um, yeah. Everything is open for him again at uh, at heavyweight, you know. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right, let's go to the next fight here. Terrence McKinney submits uh, Eric Gonzalez. We all knew the Terrence would win the fight. Um, the question was: Was he going to win by finish, or sorry, by knockout or submission? Because we knew it would be a finish. Honestly, like looking back now, it's like maybe you should take the submission because that's how Gonzalez been finished the most. And that's how McKinney's finished most of his fights. So that was a little tip there, Marcel. But I mean, it was. Like even the striking, he looked good on the feet. Obviously, rocked Gonzalez. It was just, a, it was a real easy fight, Marcel. I mean, there's not much to take away from this fight. He was ten to one favorite, Marcel. So, any thoughts? 
Yeah, a good win and expect that when the thing is, McKenny sometimes gets reckless, you know, yeah. and he got hit with a punch, which kind of staggered him. But uh, a good re recuper what do you say that? recuperation from him or whatever, uh, came back, took the back, uh, choked him outstanding. Good, good win for McKinney, you know, and expected yeah. win pretty much. Called up Patty for New York after that. Yeah, go for it, you know. I mean, I would, I don't mind that fight. Like, again, Patty's got 10 years of experience, he's got like over 20 fights, he's way more experienced than McKinney. Like, McKinney's not ranked. If, if Patty can't beat him, then like, really, what are we doing? Like, that's all I'm saying. Again, Patty's making more money now, they're gonna have to start giving him better opposition. Um, they might do that fight, they might not, Marcel. I don't think they'll do it personally. Um, of course, they won't. <laughs> I don't think they will, but we'll see what happens. I, I think McKinney's very exciting, I like him a lot. Uh, speaking of exciting, Michael Lexi, like, say Jack Marcel knocks out Sam Alvey, just a completely one sided fight. Uh, no surprise here, you know, Sam Alvey looking at his UFC stats is, is quite sad. I'll pull it up here. It's it's sad, guys. I mean, honestly, like, it's it's a shame they kept him around so long. I, he shouldn't have been on the roster for a while. You know, there was an article this week that came out was uh, from ESPN, and they were talking about – it was like a documentary on Sam Alvey, basically. And they were talking about how, like, he's just so good to the people behind the scenes and how he gives them all, like, $5 cards to Starbucks for Christmas, except for Dana White gives them 10 bucks. That stuff definitely endears yourself with the promotion. You know, I feel like that's the only reason he was still around this long, Marcel, because this is just terrible to look at. You know, longest losing streak, or he had this draw, I should say. It's the longest winless streak in UFC history, nine straight fights um, without a win. His last win in 2018. There is no, I mean, this was a horrible fight. I'm, I'm even surprised they even did this fight because it was just such a bad matchup for him. It's a younger guy, speedier guy, more powerful guy. There was no way he was going to win this fight, Marcel. And again, you just see just the losses, the knockouts, the submissions. I I don't want to see him fight in the UFC anymore. I, I don't think he deserves to be in the UFC, no offense. But it is uh, supposed to be the best fighters in the world. Sam Alvey's not one of the best fighters in the world anymore. I think bare knuckle fighting championship is probably where he'll head off to Marcel. I don't think he should be doing that because I, I'm worried about the amount of damage he's taking. He's got six kids too. But... If they pay him a lot of money, I mean, I can't blame the guy for taking a bag. So yeah. I think that's it for the UFC, Marcel, but I think that you'll see him in like Barry Uncle or something. Any thoughts, man? Yeah, man, I feel bad for him, you know. Um, this was almost um, – he wasn't going to win this fight, you know. No. <laughs> it's like uh, Oleksiejczuk came from like heavyweight to middleweight, and he looked good, man. I already thought he looked good on the, on the way in, yep. you know. Uh, look, look sharp, uh, look focused. And I was like, damn, dude, I have no idea how Alfie's going to win this fight. Just if, just before that already, you know? And, um, yeah, he had no chance. He literally had no, no. chance. Oleksandr no. was over him from the beginning, and he knocked him out, like, I think one and a half minute, maybe some, a little bit more. Um, what can you say, you know? I feel bad for Alfie, but nine, fight with, nine fights without a win. Last win was also against John Villante, and I think it was a super close fight as well. Split decision, I think. Yeah. You you can't save him here, I think, anymore. And uh, I think if Alfie, I understand Alfie wants to uh, provide for his family. Everybody wants to. I understand that. But if you compare it to everybody else, how many chances they got, and how many chances Sam Alfie got here in the UFC, yeah, he knows better probably as well, you know. But on the other hand, listen, if the UFC says you want one more fight, I'm sure he takes it, you know. So they can't know. Know. Like, who would he I know, but like I know, I agree, but you never know, you know. If, I fully okay, agree with you. Let's play devil's advocate here. If if UFC is like, we'll, we'll give you one more, which I don't think they will, because again, this was the last fight of his contract. Mm. If they gave him one more, who would he fight? If if they gave Sam Alvey one more, I have literally no idea, dude. 
I'm checking the records. Okay, so they, they matched up that Alan Amadovsky guy, so you can't do him. Yeah, I think Sam could have beat him, Marcel. I think maybe that's a fight he could have won. You know? And then otherwise, Gilbert Urbina, maybe. Maybe he could beat him. And then I'm looking at like, maybe Trishan Gore? Maybe? Probably not, but maybe? That's it. I mean, I really can't see anyone else. There's, I'll, there's... The... I'll make it fight at light heavyweight. Who's there? Who's light there? heavyweight? Yeah, maybe that's the move. Okay, let's take a look at light heavyweight. Because at middleweight, there's like... Who's, who's the worst record. light heavyweight? <laughs> that's literally what I'm looking for. Guys with the worst record. The worst light heavyweight right now is Eeyore Proteria, 0-1. He's the only guy without a win in the UFC, apparently. That's what I'm looking at. And he's not... Well, I said he, I didn't have kind things to say last week, but I mean, maybe Marcel could they do that fight? Could they? <laughs> yeah, I know. God. no, that's yeah. it for Sam. I think we, mm-hmm. we talked about Sam enough, so he didn't sign a new contract. He uh, he had one fight left. They just let him fight his contract out. But I think they said like, win or lose, like I don't think you're going to get another fight. I think that's what they told him anyway. So that's it for Sam. Uh, all right, let's get to the next fight here, Marcel. <laughs> Last comment. <laughs> What is it? Oh, just give him middleweight so he won't take any dip. Cabal middleweight, that's hilarious. Just get hugged for three rounds. Okay, uh, let's talk about Brian Battle knocks up Takashi Sato. One of the cleanest, nastiest head kicks I've seen Damn, ever dude. in the UFC. Unbelievable head kick. Uh, you know, I, I I figured Battle would win because, again, I, I think he looked good at 170 or 185. Now he's dropped to 170. If if he made the weight well, although I thought the weight cut looked bad. I mean, he didn't look good on the scale. Like, I think a lot of people were saying that. He looked like a ghost, Marcel. Yeah, he did. He looked terrible. But somehow, Marcel, he came in, in the fight. And gets an insane knockout, like an absolutely brutal one, and obviously gets a bonus, well deserved. It was one of the best head kicks I've ever seen. It was amazing. Uh, give me your thoughts, clean. man. It was, it was clean. It was nasty. Give me your thoughts. So everybody loves a super clean head kick, you know. I mean, that was super clean, beautiful. Uh, within forty-five seconds, I think, um, super quick. And Takashi Sato, I know he hasn't impressed in his last fights, but he is not a bad fighter, you know, and definitely not if you keep him at stand up. Um, was beautiful win, I think. Um, I like what Battle did after the fight. I think he called out Ian Gary. I mean, yes. yeah, that's a smart. Uh, if they get it, I don't think he, I don't know if he gets it, but it's a smart call out. You know, it's a guy with a lot of with a lot of hype in Europe. You know, the UFC wants to build that dude. But uh, I always have the feeling like if you want to fight guys like Paddy, Ian Gary, Sean O'Malley, you have to uh, fight. You have to win. But you have to win in an ugly way, you know, that you see things like, hmm, these can win against this guy, you know. So I don't think Battle gets that fight, but, uh, yeah, it would be a good one. Uh, I would like to see it. I think Gary looked really good in his last fight. I think Battle looked good in this fight, you know, as long as the fight lasted, at least. So, uh, yeah, I'd like to see it. Yeah, I would like to, I would like to see that. I thought it was funny you called her Brian Barbarina and they said that you're like you spell her name differently. Mm-hmm. And Brian Barbarina is like, no, we spell this, the name the same way, dude. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Yeah, he does have a, a really deep like voice. Like he could do like narration or something for like a commercial or something. Like that no, he's got a good voice. He, he's a good, he's a smart fighter they, too, man. Like good interviews should, and stuff. Right? They should do a podcast with Chidi and Jokovic. That's what I'm saying. Those two guys and like Morgan Freeman or something. Yeah. Like just the best <laughs> voices to listen to. Also, I saw Holland beat Neil early in his career. Yeah, I mean that, that yeah. fight that uh, Neil got finished in that fight, which is surprising. Uh, Asian, oh, you mean for the uh, for the commission? I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not too sure who that was. You know, maybe a new commission uh, official. But uh, yeah, I was like, damn. <laughs> so, Cedric Duarte still on for Paris? Is that fight still on? Yeah, there's a problem with that fight. Um, oh, no. It's it's still not. 
off, but the thing is in Paris, um, uh, Dumbe is a uh, category category two. You have category A and category B. Is category B? You know, category category A is like the elite fighters, okay. and B is like the unproven fighters in MMA yet. You know, um, that means if you fight somebody from category category B, you only have to get four, four fights in between them. You know. So and I think uh, Dumbe has two MMA fights and Darian Weeks has seven I think. Oh, okay. So he has one to uh, he has one too many, you know, just one. And then they can't match him up. I remember, remember when uh, they went Bellator one to Paris and they made uh, Simon Bijang yeah. uh, the, against Melvin Manov and that mm -hmm. fight also got cancelled because Manov has over forty fights. I didn't know this. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. There is a problem there, but what I've heard, it's not off yet, but it doesn't look really good at this moment. So I don't know what's going to happen. And that would mean that Dumbay can only fight Mike uh, Blood Diamond or the Pete Rodriguez guy who debuted right. earlier this they year. They could do that fight. That, that would make yeah. sense. That's that's disappointing. I didn't know this at all. Um, that's that's interesting. Okay, let's just finish off this card. Um, Corey McKenna, we talked about earlier. Fawn choke first in UFC history for a female fighter against Brandon Granger. First off, Granger looked horrible in this fight, Marcel. And right. also, I thought she looked bad in the scale, too. I thought, I thought she looked really bad this weight class. There's no way she gets another fight, Marcel. She can't even stop a takedown. Like, she'll, she'll be cut from the UFC, I would imagine. Um, but McKenna looked good, you know, gets the win here. First, like, legitimate win because the Hanson fight was kind of, you know, controversial, I would say. And then the, the Reed fight was also close, but she, she lost. This is her first, like, legit win. And she looked good, man. For a fighter with such a least disadvantage, man, she did well to like get inside, take the fight to the ground. Then Von Fluchoke, like you don't see that. You saw OSP with the with the uh, the OS, what's it called, the Von Fluchoke. He was giving her some 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 props. So mm -hmm. I thought she should have got a bonus, Marcel. That's the biggest injustice here, in my opinion. Yeah, the, the thing is, like um, Granger was uh, probably saw the fight before her fight and was like, let's do like this. Uh, but she actually tapped twice, but the referee was like, hmm, she, did she tap or not? And then she I saw her tap too. I was like, yeah. why did they stop it? Yeah. Yeah. So, but listen, man, there was, I shouldn't say this actually because I, I don't uh, practice BJJ or whatever, but still people in 2022 get caught in the Van flu choke. It's weird to me. You know, why you hold on a guillotine yeah. when somebody goes into side control? It's so weird to me that somebody doesn't know that shit, you know? I'm not a BJJ, black belt, white belt, whatever. I don't practice, I don't practice it, but I know that if somebody gets, if you have a guillotine and somebody gets into your side control, you release the guillotine because you can pressure your own and you get stopped with a Van flu choke, you know? Yeah. So, Weird to me, and I think, yeah, McKenna definitely should get a, a bonus for this one. I think we all agree on it. I think everybody agrees on it except Dana White and his friends over there. But, um, yeah, good win for McKenna, man. Actually, your best win so far in the UFC, I think. Okay. Um, solid. And for Granger, yeah, I, I don't see much upside for her in the UFC at this moment, dude. Uh, didn't look good at all, like you said, on the way in. Also, didn't look very good. I don't know what's going to happen, man. Maybe you, I mean, you never know. You know, you still have always uh, girls there who you expected already to be gone who are still there. So, um, like this, those girls' division, sometimes it's a little bit like the heavyweight division. You know, you get more chances than you get at lightweight, welterweight, or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's what I think. But good win for McKenna. Solid win. Good bounce back after her. Yeah, kind of 
kind of a stupid loss in, in London earlier this year, where yeah. she uh, didn't initiate the grappling against Reed. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, good combo. Well, she good, did in the third win. round, and it was too late. <laughs> yeah, so, way yeah. too late. Yeah, it was really weird, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Marcus, I agree. She should have got a bonus. That's stupid that she didn't. What's up, Joe? How's it going, man? Hope you're having a good weekend, buddy. All right, last fight here. My Bueno Silva defeats Stephanie Egger by submission. Yeah, I mean, like, this was kind of a 50-50 fight, but we both leaned Egger. Um, it's funny, though, when the odds came out last week, we Egger was a dog we picked her, and then the line switched, and Silva closes on underdog. So the line was all over the place for this fight, but Silva's the one who gets the win here. It's a big win for him or so. I mean, it was a good submission over a girl that was kind of on the rise. So mm-hmm. I, I, this girl's a savage. There's no doubt about it, Marcel. And this is the right weight class for her, you know, because she's not cutting all that weight to force herself to 125. She just seems happier in the cage, and she's very violent and nasty. And she has a really good submission game. We've seen that multiple times now. She has three submission wins in the UFC, Marcel. So looking back now, probably missed one this one because uh, she looked at closer to that submission prop because I know it was big plus money. I mean, what, what can I say? It was a great submission win, although was it? Because we got to talk about the controversy now, right? we got to talk about it, guys. You know, here's the thing. So she let go of, of the arm bar. Which, by the way, if she didn't, she would have snapped the girl's arm. There's no doubt about it. Because that's about as deep as our bars you can get. And the girl was in a mm-hmm. bad position. I don't believe she would have let go with it unless she felt the tap. That's my honest opinion. You know, But I will say this. I didn't see the tap myself. And the replay didn't show the tap. But one of the judges, apparently, because they pulled the judges. Which I didn't know they could do this either. Never seen this happen. They pulled the judge and the, one of the judges said, I saw the tap. And then Herb Dean said he saw the tap. So... Apparently, there was this tap scene, but like, I, has there been any video of this tap, Marshall? I haven't seen it. Maybe there has been that after I went to bed, something came out at a different angle, but I didn't see the tap. But at the same time, I don't think she would let go if she didn't feel it from that bottom hand or something. So maybe the tap happened. I'm not sure. But at the same time, you know, Marcel, at the end of the day, you, you shouldn't let go of the submission until the ref stops the fight. And I feel like she got so lucky that they had someone that apparently saw the, the tap because. Marcel, a lot of fights would have just been stopped there. I don't know if it would have been like a no contest or it would have just been restarted or whatever. But restarted. Yeah, I'm just glad that there was a finish because I do believe she submitted her. But again, I didn't see the tap either. So I don't know, man. What do you think? Like, did you see it? No, of course not. The thing is, like, it would have got restarted because Tononi never called to stop to the fight. He just said, well, stop, but he never waved it off. Um, the thing is, like, uh, the judge who saw it was Ron McCarthy. That's, like, the son of Big John McCarthy. Yeah. Um, he was on a very good position. And Tononi yeah. asked him, did you see the tap? And he is, like, 100% tapped, you know? Okay. Herb Dean said it as well. But the funny thing is Herb Dean was doing... doing a cameo, right? Yeah. I saw that. <laughs> and that was the moment that happened. Know. You know what I mean? At the end. So it's weird that he, that he backed that up. But um, the thing is, like... Ron McCarty saw it. Yeah, I mean, you have three judges there. If there is a no good camera angle of it, those judges are there to judge the fight, you know. So I have no problem with the referee. Go- I think Tononi did it good, you know, to ask yeah. the judges because the judges should be uh neutral every time, you know. You you have to you have to be like that to think that they're they're neutral. And I think so as well. So he asked them, Ron McCarthy said he 100 percent saw a tap. You know, and that's okay. He goes with that because he had yeah. probably the best view in the house at that moment. You know, yeah. the thing that kind of thinks, listen, man, I'm not a psychologist or whatever, but if you saw how Agar reacted yeah. when the, that was clearly not somebody who was like upset that she yeah, no. uh, that she got done wrong. You know what I mean? She 
uh, I think Alan Joban said it perfectly on Twitter. If that fight got if she got out, she would have punched her immediately. She wasn't yeah. like she was like, okay, but man, kind of bad sportsmanship, dude, from Agar, to I be agree. really honest. I you know, I, look I what look agree. what yeah, look what <clears throat> Michelle Waterson did two or three yeah. weeks ago. She admitted it, and Agar was like, No, I didn't. And I listen, I completely uh understand that Buena Silva was upset because imagine nobody saw it and they restart the fight and she lose the fight. You yeah. know what I mean? So Bad sportsmanship. I, I fully understand that Buena Silva didn't want to shake her hand. So yeah, yeah. no, I, I I could agree. I agree with that actually. By the way, I was just thinking like who uh, Sam Alley could fight. Harry Huntsucker, more so. Send him back to two five. He could fight Harry. <laughs> after the, the fight. after Pedro fight. <laughs> yeah, that's the fight. Let's get some comments here. Uh, this is why Slowy Rako cranks the arm until the ref stops. You have you have to. You can't just assume the ref saw it, especially in this case where the hand was under the body, right? Like. If Edgar didn't tap, she would have been glad she tapped. I'll just stand there and shock, say nothing. Yeah, she just kind of pretended like she didn't know how to speak English for some reason. Marcella, yeah. she's like, I can't speak. I, I don't know what you guys are saying. Like, I, I got to say, man, I after this one, I got more respect for Chris Toyoni, to be really honest. Yeah, I think he did a good job this fight. And by the way, I, Marcel, I, I don't mind if they do this polling of the judges in the future. Like, yeah. I think it's a good thing to do. Like, I didn't know about this. Apparently, it was something that was taught last week at that mm -hmm. seminar. The one that Sal Diamato was teaching everyone how to judge fights at, by the way. <laughs> um, but they did teach them this to the referees. I think it was Kevin McDonald or something was the ref. If the girl didn't tap, would she have reacted by said, uh, some sort of offense? Exactly. She wouldn't just sat there and did nothing. Yeah. A yeah. I, no, I don't think it was. The actual view of Sal Diamato. Yeah. <laughs> Sal Diamato. <laughs> That's funny. Watching Eggers body on the fight, she was stopped. Uh, how many things she knew she tapped? Yeah, I think she probably did too. But again, I didn't see it. But I do. Again, why would she have stopped that arbor? It was so deep. Like, it's about as deep as it gets. What's up, Antoine? How's it going, man? It was a good Saturday. It was actually my daughter's birthday this week. So we had like a birthday party yesterday in the afternoon, Marcel, which was awesome. Mm -hmm. And uh, and thanks for so Uncle Marcel sent her a present, which is nice of him. So I appreciate that. So we had the birthday party, Marcel. It was awesome. And then uh, we, and then I watched the fights after. So it was good. Watched uh, the birthday party, had a nap. And then woke up, and the fight was the card started an hour later. So I was like, I had a little extra of a nap, so it was good. It was nice and rested for the fights. What's up, boys? How's it going, Gorilla? What's going on, man? Okay, um, that's it for the UFC uh, Vegas 59 recap. I always ask you, Marcel, yeah, what your overall rating on the card was. So for this card, we had 10 out of 10 finishes, but the pacing was a little bad. Mm. Still, nine out of 10, right? It's got to be right. Yeah, man, it's it's, it's it was a very good card. You know, you know what the funny thing is. Remember years ago in Strike Force, you know, yeah. uh, they had like a card which was all finishes, and they asked Dana, like, what did you think about the card? Yeah, it's like the small promotions. They have these fights where if you have every fight going to a finish on the card, you know, it's a bad matchups and bad matchmaking. I was like, ask him now what he thinks. You know what I mean? So uh, that was a good card. I, I love the card. I think uh, it was much better than we all expected and let's hope it's the same thing for next week because next week isn't that stacked as well in my yeah. opinion so uh, i hope for the same thing like uh, it's pretty much true those fight night cards you think aren't that good deliver like nine out of ten times so yeah, yeah i agree let's get this last card from marcus where would you guys rank the the card uh, among all the 2022 cards i mean it's, it's up top there five. Top, yeah i'm gonna say top 10 but top five probably makes sense too okay we still got a few minutes left on this podcast before we start the next one. We're going to talk about PFL and uh, Contender Series, Marcel. Let's just go through PFL quickly, Marcel. We had PFL 7 here. 
Um, we had the finals at lightweight and light heavyweight. Did you watch the card, Marcel? Did you get a chance to only saw the finishes? Only the finishes. Okay, so I did. I did watch uh, the main card anyway. Some of the the post limbs I didn't watch. <laughs> There's actually fights after the main card, which is hilarious. Um, which we don't see that often in PFL. You see them dull tour. Anyways, let's go through the fights here. Stevie Ray defeats Anthony Pettis. Uh, did you did you pick him? I know I picked him last week. Did you pick Ray or did you pick Pettis? We Can't both remember. pick Ray. Yeah. We both picked him. Yeah, and he was an underdog again. So. That just didn't really make sense to me. I mean, that was a good bet if you made it, I think, because, again, Pettis is on decline. Marcel, one in five in PFL. So, Bro, mo- Most horrible injury that I told you that Anthony Pettis got. He broke was it, like, broke, I, broke I, his hands? Yeah, broke, broke, broke both my hands. I was like, dude, if you have to take a shit, that just sucks. You know what I mean? So, that, I mean, there's a lot of things you can't do with our hands. Yeah. That's, that's not good. Um, but th- that's the thing that you have to do. You know what I mean? <laughs> not- yeah. So, anyways, Steve Ray is going to go to the finals, and he's going to be taking on Olivier Aubin Mercy, who dominated Alex Martinez. Great performance by Olivier. Dropped him, controlled him, everything. Here's the thing: these guys only needed to win the fight; they didn't need to finish the fight. So, I think these, I think that Olivier kind of played it safe a little bit in this fight. But I don't blame him because it's like a million dollars potential one. So, I think sure. in this case, it's totally understandable. Um, he gets the decision, Marcel. So we. Who are you favoring this fight? That's what I ask you. I think it's Olivier. a really good fight. Stevie Ray is obviously really good, but I would still favor Olivia Albert. Me too. Me too. Yeah, I would favor. I think he should be like two to one favor here, but not more than that because Ray's got to get some respect now because he's a good fighter. He's been sure. for years. He's got good wins. Anthony Pettis, Michael Johnson, he's a good fighter. The other division, a couple surprises here, or one surprise, I should say at least. Omar Yakmedov defeats Josh Silvera. I didn't really see this one coming, more, so I got to mm-hmm. be honest with you. I thought Josh was going to win the fight, and uh, Omari just. The veteran experience just looked way better in this fight. And then the other fight, uh, Rob Wilkinson destroys Dellen Monch in the first round. Brutal knockout. So it's Rob Wilkinson versus Omar Akhmedov. All four of these guys are former UFC fighters. Keep that in mind. They were None of these guys – actually, what? Akhmedov was top 15, but the other guys yeah. weren't, I don't believe. Bro. What? I mean, fucking Rob Wilkinson, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what the hell has happened with him? You know what I mean? Dude, he's looked thought? amazing in PFL. Yeah. Like, he's looked phenomenal. There's no doubt about it. So – he had a tough run in the UFC. He fought Izzy and C.R. Bahadurzad and got knocked yeah. out both. But, I mean, they're not, like, the worst losses to have. Definitely and since not. then, Marcel, he's won uh, five straight fights, I think, by knockout. So, mm-hmm. but the guy's an absolute monster. I mean, there's no doubt about it. I would favor him to win this fight, too, Marcel. I think, he, I think he'll be the favorite. What do you think? Yeah, for sure. But the thing is, if Akhmadov going to play it safe, you never know with, with Omari. And you it's know? five <laughs> rounds, too. So, that's yeah. the other thing. Like, I don't know whose cardio is going to last up because Akhmadov is never good, but it's looked better. I do think it's a good fight. Um, they're both good fights, in my opinion. And then for the other fights, uh, they had like these um, basically fights to like see who would get into the next season. I guess you could say uh, Martin Hamlet defeats Corey Hendricks by split decision, so Martin Hamlet into the next season. And then Marcelo Nunes defeated Dylan Potter, so they're both in. Then you had a bunch of other fights with guys that are kind of like prospects as well. So yeah, I mean, it was, it was. I did watch the main card. It wasn't too bad. It was just interesting, anyways. And but yeah, Rob Wilkinson looked good. Get some comments here. Pettis' comments about Khabib. What did he say? What did he say, Marcel? I haven't seen it. What did he say, Loco? What's up, Tajik Bay? How's it going, man? Um, let's do contender series really quick as well, Marcel, because we didn't have a chance to talk about that. And, I mean, <laughs> like, best contender series card of all time, I would say, for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it was the best contender series card of all time. I, I, I mean, I don't think there's any question about it, in my opinion. I, maybe you know, these guys aren't going to turn out to be the best fighters, but for that one night only, man, God, it was sick fights. Amazing fights. Let's go through them, Marcel. Let's start from the uh, the first fight of the night. Billy Goff defeats Shimon uh, Smotrisky by uh, knockout in the first round. He got dropped with a head kick. Looked like he was going to get finished. And then uh, Shimon kind of got tired. And Billy Goff just put it on him and laid him out and got the finish and got the contract. So 
your quick thoughts on this performance because it was a crazy fight. Yeah, dude, could come back from Billy Goff, but he's pretty much known for it, you know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Shimon Smotritsky um, started very well, but uh, it was over for him later, you know. Goff uh, put on the pressure, and he did, Goff did that very well. Yeah. And uh, he got the finish, you know, and uh, I think a deserved contract. I, I thought it, it looked good, you know. I, I really liked the fight, and I liked that whole car, dude. <laughs> so, yeah. It was a great card. Uh, we had Waldo Gortez Acosta. We, we both called this the Suarez Daniel, Daniel Suzach, I think they pronounce it. Suzach yeah. or something. Uh, fight wasn't close. And now Cortez Acosta's got his first fight at the UFC. He's fighting Jared Vendera, and he should be a big favorite to win that fight. He should probably knock Jared out. I mean, that's not a good fight for Jared, in my opinion. Francis Marshall, the fighter, defeats Connor Matthews, Marcel. I mean, he looked phenomenal in this fight. This guy's a really big prospect at 145. Connor Matthews is super tough. I mean, his chin is really amazing, to be honest. Like, I can't believe he didn't get knocked out, but Francis Marshall has put it on him. Any thoughts on this guy, Marcel? Because, man, he's good. He looks so good, man. Uh, this was, like, the only non-finish of the card, but it was spectacular. And I think yeah. also Connor Matthews, super tough guy, you know, uh, kept, kept going. Um, but Marshall was just better, you know. Yeah. He was better, and he looked really good. I really like it as well. Yep. Uh, a decision win, but a good decision win, you know, a decision win where you were like, this is this was a good fight, you know, and uh, also a deserved signing, you know. Uh, I mean, can't say anything else. Yeah, you look great. Misha Salvador knocks out Shannon Ross. This is probably the fight <laughs> of the night, I would guess. I mean, or the next one, too, but this fight was absurd. It was such a good fight. Uh, Shannon Ross, very, very tough guy. Apparently, he's been given a UFC contract. That's yeah. what I read the other day. So they gave him a contract. Apparently, he went to the hospital the day after the fight and got really sick or something. I don't know what happened, Marcel. Do you know he, exactly what happened? Yeah, he had to. How do you, I don't know how to say it. Appendix, oh, appendixitis or yeah. something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know if that had something to do with the fight or what, but, I mean, he got he got destroyed. There's no doubt about it. But, I mean, he's still a tough dude. But, yeah, Venetia Salvador looks special, Marcel. I mean, I can't wait to see him fight. The power this guy has, holy shit. He's going to be a good, good addition to the roster. Both guys will. I mean, Flyweight needs fights, so. Yeah. Yeah. And then the last fight, just. Dude. Comeback of the year, except for Matt Schnell last week uh, or a couple weeks ago. But as far as contenders, I mean, this is the best comeback I've probably ever seen. Chris Dawkins getting absolutely destroyed here by Charlie Campbell, and then all of a sudden gets a crazy punch, a one-two punch, landed the jab with the right hand behind it, knocks him down, brutal ground and pound, huge, like, just finish, like, big upset considering who's getting destroyed before that. I mean... I'll be honest with you, Marcel. I don't think he's going to go far in the UFC, but he definitely deserved the contract based on this performance. Any yeah, you, yeah. I think to be really honest, and no disrespect to Chris Duncan, I, I feel like Charlie Campbell might be the better fighter. You know what I mean? And he got caught, but uh, deserved contract for Duncan. You know, if you come back like this, you cannot give him not a contract. You know what I mean? And for Campbell, I think he will get in the UFC eventually. You know, I saw a comment from a media guy who was like talking shit to. The management of Charlie Campbell. I was like, dude, was? I don't want a uh, guy from MMA Island. Uh, the the owner, I think. I don't know. He was like, uh, this manager sucks. He's only trying to get this uh, uh, fighters in the UFC during the do uh, fire the Dana White contender series. Wait, who's the manager? Uh, Oren Hodak, uh, oh, like okay, okay, KO reps, knockout reps. That's the yeah. Holland guy. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, he sucks, and uh, they should do better with Charlie Campbell. And people were like, dude, Charlie Campbell is like a young fighter who is still He still might make it to the UFC. I think he's yeah. got one more. They'll bring him back, but, I think. They're going to bring him back. Yeah. Why would you, as a media member, going after oh. a manager is so stupid. You know what I mean? Shouldn't do that. Be professional. 
Do you think they'll bring back like all the losers on this card, or some of them at least? I don't think they bring back Danilo Suzart, to be really honest. Uh, Smotritsky got also a second chance already, so I don't think they bring him back. Uh, maybe they give uh, Conor Matthews a new fight, you know. Shannon Ross got signed, and Charlie Campbell, yeah, maybe, or maybe short notice. I think Charlie Campbell is on the short notice call list, to be honest, man. Yeah. Do this uh, do this training with uh, Aljo, with Ally Quinta, with, with that Saralongo camp. So he's like, he's like already with one foot in, I think, you know, and he showed... He showed a good fight, but he just got caught, you know. So I think he will get a call up when uh, when they need somebody. Yeah, it's still the most. It's a good question. It's still the most successful anyway contender series of one where the goat Sugar Sean. Both those guys are up there. Kevin Holland is up there. Alex Perez actually fought for the UFC title, so he's up there as well. Tyler Santos, I think, is up there. She could easily be the champion right now. Um, Marina Rodriguez is one of the better ones as well. There's a lot, guys. Like, there's been some amazing fighters that come through contender. Um, anyways, Marcel, like overall, just a fantastic uh, week of fights. Yeah. I think between the UFC and Contender Series, you had what fifteen fights and fourteen finishes. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> crazy. What do you guys think is the next one? Sandy ever getting finished for the first time? Great question as well. Uh, I mean, I would imagine he still wants a ranked opponent, but you know, maybe they—I don't know—maybe Lee Jingliang that would be a good fight. I think, but he probably gets knocked out now by that fight, right? Like. Hard to favor him. Uh, someone else mentioned Rakhmov. I mean, they do chain together, but maybe they could do that fight. I don't know. I mean, he's still got good wins and, and uh, like against top ten guys like Kiesa and stuff. So like, he's not going to be like too far out of it. But I don't know. I mean, he's got the win over a couple guys actually. Marcel with uh, he's got a lot of uh, big wins. But uh, I don't know. I mean, he just doesn't look good in the last couple of fights, guys. Like I, I do think that it's on a decline. Ian Gary versus Battle. I mean, that that'd be a good fight. I think it makes yeah. sense. Ian Gary hasn't been that impressive, guys. I mean, he's looked like he's been clean and technical, but he hasn't been like destroying people. Like that head kick. I gotta be honest with you, so I think when you knock out with a head kick like that, it's almost like worth like three just decision wins. You know what I mean? Like in in as far as your perception goes in your career. Yeah, Bo Nickel. We'll talk about him in the next card as well. The next uh, show here. Anyway, he needs to keep giving that speech. Apparently, it was. All right, I think that's it for this uh, this podcast. We're going to end it here, guys, and we're going to start the next one up. We're going to be doing uh, Contender Series preview and UFC San Diego preview. So there's a lot to talk about the next card. I just want to finish this one up right now, and I'll get to your question. I'm talking about Bo Nickel. We'll talk about him in the next podcast. So, Marcel, quickly plug yourself. Let's get out of here, and we're going to start the next podcast up in a few minutes here, guys. It's still big Marcel24 on Twitter and Instagram, and for my articles, you have to go to eurosport.nl mixed martial arts section. If yeah. you can read Dutch. Emma <laughs> <laughs> Adam Martin uh, for Twitter. Always, you guys can follow me on there. Talk to you about fights anytime you want. Love talking about fights with everyone. Uh, YouTube.com slash Emmy Group. We've got our podcast there, as, as you guys know, because you're here. Like, share, subscribe. Tell your friends about it, guys. Appreciate everyone's uh, input today. We, we, uh, we always like having some guests and, and fans in the chat, so it's awesome. Uh, bookies.com for our best bets. MiamiNews.com for news. And MMAOdgreer.com for all the latest MMA betting, because you're going to have a lot of opening odds uh, come out today tomorrow as well there. So we're going to start the next podcast up here, guys. Just stay tuned to the channel. We're going to be uh, breaking down UFC uh, San Diego. And just the last question, what would the betting line be for Battle and Gary? I think Gary would be favored just yeah. because of the name and everything, but Battle has a good chance to win that fight. All right, guys, we'll, we'll see you in a few minutes. Peace.